You're listening to the fastest revival talk radio show. The Voice of Revival starts now. Welcome to The Voice of Revival, bringing you dynamic insights on revival for today's generation. Discussing biblical truths and how they relate to the church, prophecy, and current events. We are watchmen sounding the alarm. Welcome to the Voice of Revival radio show. This is Isaac Gutierrez with you. I'm back with a brand new show. I'm back with a brand new program, brand new broadcast on the VOR radio network. You can find out more about us. You can hear us every Thursday at ICYB radio. I call you blessed radio. Go to icallyoublessed.com to get, uh, get the player or you can connect by downloading the app. This is a revival station. This is a station that will put a smile on your face and join your heart 24-7. But they're also bringing you messages just like this. That's what I'm so excited that they have allowed this program to come on the air. Also, you can pick up our podcast that's available on the VOR.net. The VOR.net on many different platforms. Spotify is one of our biggest uh, places where people go to, to hear our program. But let's go ahead and get to today's program. You know, we were talking about last time, this means war. We're talking about a worn saint, a worn bride is going to rise up in these last days. Because if you want revival, you're going to have to get aggressive. You're going to have to become confrontational. You're going to have to, when you, it means war. You're about to get faced with war. But that's what we need because we need a worn spirit back in the church. Are you ready for revival in 2023? Oh, come on. Yes, there's a lot of conflict. There's a lot of uncertainty and coming crisis, but in the midst of it all, in the midst of judgment, in the midst of crisis, in the midst of uncertainty, there is revival in the land. There is revival in the land. I am not just someone who talks about this. I want not only want to see it, but I want to live it. I want it to become a lifestyle. I want the church to understand this is what it's all about. I was watching a program with Mario Murillo with Encounter Today with Bishop and Pastor Alan DeDio, and they have a powerful ministry, Encounter Today, broadcast. Wow, man, he was just talking about God is going to bring the prophetic movement, the prophetic ministry for a purpose to put the fire, to put this worn spirit back in the people of God, because the prophetic went off course. It got kooky. It got new age. We became more about predictions and so many false prophecies have gone forth and God is going to reline, purge and cleanse and bring purity back to the prophetic movement. But not only that, why is he doing that? Because where revival is going, we're going to need the prophetic ministry. Bible says in the book of Acts chapter two, it says that he will pour out his spirit upon all flesh and your sons and daughters will prophesy. They're going to prophesy where? They're going to prophesy in word. They're going to prophesy in music. They're going to prophesy. They're going to speak. They're going to declare. They're going to be a prophetic movement that causes a roar. The roar is coming back to, to the saints. The roar of God. Going back to it, Mario Murillo was saying, he says that it's the greatest time for so winning. It's not going to be in the four walls of our churches. This is a different concept 
because we're so used to getting people into our church house, into our building. But here's what is going to take place. You want to get the lost. You want to get the curiosity and pique the interest of people. Get them outside of the house. Get them outside of the church house because you're not going to get them to come until we put up our tents of meetings. It's going to be outdoors. It's going to be crusades. It's going to be tent revivals. There were some denominations that put up their tents annually, but I'm not talking about that. I mean, throughout the year, we're going to see these meetings come. Not just one-time meetings, but weekly crusades. Some will even be longer. We're waiting for the people to come to our church house, but the people will come when we go to them, when we bring the church to them. But I'm not knocking the house of worship, but I'm telling you, 45% of the people didn't come back after COVID have not returned to the house of worship. So are we waiting for them to come? No, we're going out. We're going to go fishing. We're going to go win souls. It's time to get the loss saved. They're looking for answers, and the church is hiding away in their four walls. Ouch. I was thinking about this, that when Jesus visits Samaria in uh, John chapter 4, he did what the religious leaders wouldn't do. He crossed barriers. He crossed prejudice, and he went to bring reconciliation because the Jews considered the Samaritans outcasts, that they were they were lower than lower. They were not even considered a part of the kingdom. They were brothers. They were family. But they divided themselves. But Jesus was propelled by the Heavenly Father to go and reach Samaria. And he went. He reached one Samaritan woman who went and told the whole city. And the whole city came out to hear what Jesus had to say. What does this say in John chapter 4, verse 4? John chapter 4, verse 4. But he needed to go through Samaria. You see, Jesus left Judea and departed again to Galilee, but he had to go through Samaria. He, it was no way around it. He had to go through Samaria. Then he talks about how he met up with the Samaritan woman. But I like what he says here. As the, when the disciples came back, he said this. At this point, it is his disciples came. This is verse 27, John chapter 4, verse 27. At this point, his disciples came, and they marveled that he talked with a woman. Yet no one said, What do you seek? Why are you talking with her? Verse 28, And the woman left her water pot and went her way into the city and said to the men, Come and see a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came to him. But look, look, look what verse 34 says. And Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Do you not say that there are still four months and then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are already white with for harvest. And he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life, that both he who sows and he who reaps, reaps may rejoice together. For in this the saying is true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that which you have not labored. Others have labored, and you have entered into their labors. Oh, yet four months and then the harvest. But you see, Jesus saw the fields are white and ripe. 
He wasn't talking about, he was not talking about a harvest of wheat or a harvest of grain. He was talking about a harvest of souls. He could see the city was coming out to hear what he had to say. In fact, the people of Samaria didn't let him go. It says that after two days he departed because they wanted him to continue on and staying. That is hunger, my friends. That is one and more. And I think we need to pray that God would give us a passion for soul winning. We become too religious and set in our ways. We need to think outside of the box. Could it be that the church building has become the church's box? We don't think outside of it and think that everything should revolve around it. It's time to get out of the box. That is wrong thinking. Or in the words of Bishop T.D. Jakes, he used to say, that's stinking thinking. People are not looking for showmen or professional motivators. People want truth and will go out of their way to find it. This is the year of great revival. Revival is not just a one-time tent meeting. It's a weekly, monthly, daily, nightly crusades. I don't know about you, but when I was young, I, I went to tent revivals. I was there at R.W. Schombach's Tent Crusades in Dallas. I had the opportunity to volunteer and help put up the big blue top tent. I remember that big blue, baby blue top tent. It was knocked down during a storm in Dallas, and many volunteered and put it back up, and it was powerful. I was at a tent crusade in Dallas with Jack Cole Jr., and then another one in Fort Worth with Danny Swagger, the son of Jimmy Swagger. They had put up a tent, and I went to go, and I went to go see it there in Fort Worth and be a part of that. And the last tent revival I was a part of in Dallas with a team of brothers from Revival Waters International. We had two. One was with a physical tent that was rented from the grandson of A.A. A. Allen and another in Springtown, Texas, at the historic Tabernacle. It earned its name from numerous revivals held there at the turn of the century. It was powerful as well. In fact, it was great adversity that came against us at that Springtown revival. And that was the last uh, tent revival or revival that we did with Revival Waters. And it would be not too long from that that I would move to the RGV, the Rio Grande Valley. And there was a great understanding that there is power in tent revivals. And why am I saying this? Because it's time for tent re meetings again. There's, there's something that the Lord's been putting in my spirit that we want the people to come to the church house. No, we need to go to them. We need to set up our tents. We need to set up our revival centers. And we need to see God move. We're going to see the sick come out. We're going to see drug addicts come. We're going to see people that are hooked out and all kinds of mess. They're going to come because they're curious about when they see a tent, a tent revival, crusades. We're going to have to go out to the city, my friends. We're going to have to go out and, and understand this is what the Lord is talking about in 2023. Get outside of the four walls. It's time to take revival public. There's something about tent meetings that pique the curiosity of people. They know the history and come to see what it's all about. It's also a meeting place. For, for the ones who never step into a church house. The Bible says that the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. The harvest is plenty. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of harvest ready, but there's not enough people to be able to bring in that harvest. There's not a lot of workers. Ministry is work. 
People think that ministry is just something that's nice and that everybody can get a nice paycheck and a salary off of ministry. No, it's work. And sometimes it's going to be work without money. But God provides because it's not about what you want. It's about souls. I think that it's time that the people of God that are so comfortable in their church building get outside of the building where the people are. This coming year, we need to see more outdoor activity to reach souls. It's going to be outside of the church house. I'm talking about crusades. I'm talking about tent revivals. I'm talking about evangelistic outreaches, setting up things in parks, setting up in parking lots, setting up at stores, taking the ministry of of revival public in the streets, citywide crusades, citywide events, regional events. My goodness, it's going to be where the action is. And then when we see people come to that, they're going to come into the church house. But first, we got to go to them. This is something that is missing because we want everybody to come to our church, our church. No, they need to come and get delivered and set free and hear the gospel message. And in the tent revivals, you're going to hear the truth. You're going to hear the gospel. You're going to hear the kingdom of God preach. You're going to see signs, miracles, and wonders because we're getting out of our comfort zones. We're going to the people. If we would make more effort to reach the loss than wait for them to come to our building, our churches would be full. Let me say that again. If we would make more effort to reach the lost than waiting for them to come to our building, our church building, our churches would be full. People will come. They want truth. And they want the genuine move of God. It's time for the canvas cathedrals to go up again. My spirit is on fire for what is about to take place in the next few months. I was listening to a prophetic voice. I listened to his program. I I follow his uh, YouTube channel, The Prophetic Forecast. His name is Apostle Joshua Giles. And every time he speaks, it bears witness to me. And I sense and I feel that what he's speaking is truth. You know, you bear witness to the truth. It confirms the word of God in you. And it bear witness to my spirit. And he was saying something in the effect that God had shown me a few years ago about revival was coming to Texas, specifically in the state of Texas. And with the vision of the Lord, it was to pray for Texas. There was that, that a rural town in Texas, will, there will be a revival that would spring up. In the spring and summer months. And he said not just for this town, but for the state of Texas. Outdoor meetings, tent meetings, and revivals. You see, we need to get ready for the fire of God in Texas. It's not by big names, but a group of believers that are going to come together and churches that band together to see a move of God. And it's going to be incubated by prayer and worship. This is what Apostle Giles Joshua said, it's going to be incubated by prayer and worship. Could it be that, let me tell you what we're about to see. I believe that this is what the Lord is saying. You're going to see tent revivals go up throughout the state of Texas. And Texas is going to become a hot spot for revival. It's going to be through prayer and worship that this movement will be heard. Listen, prayer and worship. Worship is a part of what I believe is a movement beginning a prayer and worship called Let Us Pray, Oremos. 
where God put on the heart of Pastor Hector Soto, who is the founder of Joy Fellowship Church and also has a online radio station where you're hearing this program right now, ICYB Radio, in the city of Edinburgh and in the South Texas region. And this encounter started with 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. The Lord put it in his uh, spirit, in Pastor Hector's spirit, to get together and gather the pastors, gather the leaders, and let's have a solemn assembly. Let's come together and let's pray and worship the Lord and pray for changes to come to our city and to our region. And we had a, a Holy Spirit move of prayer, worship, and declaring prophetic word over the Rio Grande Valley. That's where I'm from right now. And I was given the opportunity to pray in English and in Spanish, bilingual over the RGV and the four counties of our region. It was powerful. And there's something about fasting and prayer that ignite and give power to your prayers. We had just come out of a 21-day fast. And I believe that this prayer that we prayed and this event that we did will reach the entire region of the Rio Grande Valley. We are in South Texas, and we believe that a great revival is coming to South Texas. Going back to the Let Us uh, Pray event, Oremos, it was to pray, gather the people, and seek the Lord for our city, our region, and the breach between the church and the city connection. It was powerful. I was humbled to be a part of it, and I didn't hold back when I prayed. It was strong and direct, and I pray that you'll be able to hear the prayer is going to be released on this broadcast. Our American concept of church is shallow and has no signs of God's power. And we need to return back to the source of power. We need an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. God wants to move if we allow him to. I know that when the Lord told me to move to South Texas, it was not just to relocate, but because where I'm going, there's going to be a great revival in this region. That is why what is coming will not be through denomination or organization. It's going to be through leaders and those who join together because they want to see a move of God. Not just an event, but an encounter. And this encounter is going to be frequent. So I sense that tent meetings and revivals are going to be back in style this year. I'm looking right now. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm starting to find look for a tent. I want a tent. If someone out there has a tent, you want to sell your tent, you're looking to get rid of your tent, or you want to donate a tent, the Voice of Revival is looking for a tent. I'm looking for one that holds 500 to 1,000 people. I believe that the chairs, I believe that the, the equipment and everything is going to come along and come together because this is the thing of God. And maybe I'll put a fund that goes towards getting this tent. I'm not waiting for somebody I want to see the move of God, and I'm willing to contend for it. Like I said in my last program, this means war. We're going to contend until we see it happen. I want to see revival and awakening invade our nation. Our silence has caused us to lose our country, but we can stop their momentum. We need God back in America. Make this revival ministry, the VOR radio network, is going to be being released to the airwaves, not just through radio, not just through television or social media, but actually in open fields and tent revivals, outdoor meetings. Every house of worship is not just for gathering and service to the people. Every house of worship should be a house of prayer. You see, prayer is not important. Fasting is non-existent and repentance seems to be old fashioned. 
So churches are not growing because they don't want to evangelize and disciple the people. And this is a big problem. We need revival in the church house if we want to affect the White House. And it begins in God's house. That is why we will see an increase in crises and calamities and also moves of God's spirit. And there's a testing coming. There's a testing going on where it seems that greater battles, warfare, unexpected things are happening in your life to get you to refocus and get on the right track. And this is what we need. I was in prayer the other day, and I sensed this in my spirit, that we can't waste any more time. We've already wasted enough time. And I even sensed this urgency, like a countdown, like a ticker has is taking place. I feel a tick, uh, like when, when you have a, a watch, and the hours or the seconds and the minutes are ticking away. I feel that's where we're at right now. The purpose of God's warning is to prepare and gather the people to pray against these crises so that when they come, we know what to do. If you listen to what is being said at the VOR, you know that we are not like other prophetic and revival ministries. We speak truth to power, we expose evil, and we warn and prepare God's people of what is coming. Get ready for revival. It's time for the the tent cathedrals to go back up again. We want to see souls, the lost one. It's time for us to get out of our four walls of our churches and set up our meetings outdoors. I'm closing here. I said what I'm going to say. If you feel that this word has been something that you have taken to heart and that you bear witness with it, then let's pray together for this. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus. I thank you that your word that has gone forth and that you're speaking right now, God, about this. Lord, put it upon many hearts that it is time to gather together in prayer and worship the word prophetically declaring over our cities, over our nations, over our towns, Lord. Let it begin in our city, Father. Let, it be, let, it, let this movement reach other cities and other uh, communities. Let it, let it invade the entire nation, God, and let what is happening here flow out to the other countries of the world, Father. This is not just happening in the U.S. You're touching and reviving and waking up the bride of Christ all around the world. Let the voice of revival be a voice, a human shofar that will sound the alarm and call all God's people to return to him. For we must become desperate for the move of God and for souls to be won into the kingdom. The time is here. The time is now. Let us go forth as the mighty army of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Ooh, thank you for listening to the VOR radio show. We pray that you would tune in every Thursday on this radio station, ICYB Radio, and pick up our podcasts. And pretty soon we're going to have this available for many more people to, to connect with because we don't want to just become a lone ranger. Ministry becomes a lone ranger at times. No, we want to become a network. We want to reach out to others to connect to this move of God. Are you ready for it? Then get ready. I'm looking for voices of revival for this generation. Until next time, this is Isaac Gabriel Gutierrez, the VOR saying, Will you be a voice of revival for your generation? God bless you. Bye-bye.
This concludes the Voice of Revival broadcast for today. Tune in again next time and hear more biblical truths for today's generation.